Hello and welcome to another episode of Sports and Songs Podcast. We're on Season 5, Episode 16, Songs Edition tonight, Andy, right? Yes. We'll cover album reviews. At the end, we'll cover some upcoming local concerts, tours, music, music notes. Yeah. Today is February 22nd, 2024, and we're continuing on our six-week journey of Johnny Cash. Yes. Part four. So here we go. I'm going to bring it up. Here's the album we're going to cover. We're doing the six album box set from Mr. Cash. And uh, here we go. American Recordings, yes. American Recordings. Um, Let's see here. All right. Let's do the review. uh, All right. Here we go. American Four, The Man Comes Around, it's called. This is the 67th. And final uh, non-posthumous studio, Johnny Cash. He passed away right after the recording of the, or the release of this one. Okay. The two recorded. This had still set him and put it together, but this is the last album released while he was alive. It is the fourth in his American series. And uh, like I said, the last album during his lifetime. <clears throat> it's considered by some to be his finest work towards the end of his life. The album was also included in the book A Thousand and One Albums You Must Hear Before You Die. A little background on it. The majority of the songs are covers, again, like the others have been for Johnny Cash. Um, uh, performance of his own sparse style. Producer Rick Rubin, for instance, in the song Personal Jesus, Rubin asked Red Hot Chili Peppers guitarist John Forstein to work the acoustic versions um, uh, feature a simple acoustic riff that was a stripped down song of the blues style. Kind of changed it a little bit. A lot of these songs that Johnny hadn't changed. That one he kind of did a little. Some help there. Um, he had also help from Fiona Apple, Nick Cave, and Don Henley on some other songs. <clears throat> uh, was released during. Uh, this is the final album released during his lifetime. Uh, through the un- unearthed box set was completed prior to his death with Cash choosing the tracks and writing other liner notes. American Four was Cash's first non-compilation album to go gold in 30 years. Additionally, the album won Album of the Year Award in the 2003 CMA Awards. It was certified gold on March 24th, 2003 and platinum on November 21st, 2003, by the Recording Industry Association of America. Um, First album to do so since the early 1970s. The video for the song Hurt, a song written by Trent Reznor of Nine Inch Nails, and was originally released in 94 by Nine Inch Nails, was nominated in seven categories at the 2003 MTV Video Music Awards. And won the award for best cinematography in 2003, <clears throat> mere days before his 71st birthday. Cash won a Grammy for "Give Me Love, Give My Love to Rose," a song Cash had originally recorded in the 50s, late 50s. He was also nominated that year for best country collaboration with vocals for his "Bridge Over Troubled Waters" cover with Fiona Apple. 
music video for Hurt also won an award for best short form video in 2004. Ooh. And uh, here's something. I think I told you in that pre-production meeting, but here it's official, official now. Nine Inch Nails frontman Trent Reznor admitted that he was initially flattered, quote-unquote, but worried that the idea of Cash covering Hurt sounded a bit gimmicky. But when he heard the song and saw the video for the first time, Reznor said that he was deeply moved and found Cash's cover beautiful and meaningful, going as far as to saying, that song isn't mine anymore. Wow. That's kind of big. Uh, I've never seen the video. I gotta watch it for my homework. That's your homework. Um, you know, here's some of the sources on the song. Uh, <clears throat> the track listings, as we like to call it here. Um, well, this is really weird. We look at the track listings that we get from our friends at Wikipedia. But this album was a double LP release. Uh, side A, B, C, and D, they call it. But each side had no more than four or five songs on it. There were only like three, four minute long songs. So almost, you know, EPs in a way. We call the four LP release. Side A. Man Comes Around by Johnny Cash. Hurt, the Trent Reznor cover. In My Love to Rose and Bridge Over Troubled Water with Fiona Apple. Yes, that version written by Paul Simon. Um, side B, I Hung My Heart, a song written by Sting. Okay. Not the wrestler. Um, first Time I Ever Saw Your Face, um, which is, when you hear that song, we've all heard it in other movies and covers, but uh, Johnny is a good one. Personal Jesus and In My Life, which was a Lennon McCartney song. That'd be John Lennon and Paul McCartney for you kids. Side three, Sam Hall, a Tex Ritter song. Uh, had originally recorded that one. Danny Boy, Desperado with Tom, with Don Henley. Oh, interesting. Uh, Eagles okay. song. I'm So Lonely I Could Cry, a Hank Williams song. He did that duet with Nick Cave. And Streets of Laredo. Uh, side D. Now, here's where it gets weird. I was refreshing myself on this on Spotify, and they just had the first 15 songs. They don't have these other four. The CD release in 2014 has 15 songs, and they're in a different order. So do your homework, do your Spotify searching to hear all these songs, or just don't be cheap like me and go buy the original album. Interesting, interesting. So the LP, the album is two, it's a double LP set, yep, A, B, yep. C, and D, and yep. CD is just one long long one, but doesn't yep. contain all of them. Yeah. Okay. And in a different order, too. But here we go, side D. Which Alignment by Johnny Webb, Big Iron by Marty Robbins, Tear Stained Letter, a Johnny Cash song, and We'll Meet Again with the whole ga Cash gang. Um, Rose Parker and Huey Charles wrote that one. <clears throat> the original double LP release features a different track order than the 2014 LP release, as well as two original songs, which we just covered on the side D there. So check which ones you're getting when you go down to a Down in the Valley or any album stores you go to to find your vinyl. Electric Fetus. Yes. Or Mr. Zero's. Mr. Zero's. Yes. In Roseville. Yes. Um, 
Purcell, Johnny Cash again. Um, Don Henley, Fiona Apple, Nick Cove, Cave. I'm sorry. Uh, same cast of characters, other people on there. Um, uh, Laura Cash did the fiddle. Billy Preston did some piano and keyboards. Uh, John Carter Cash was one of the producers on it also. Um, and I'll do this after the sixth one. I know I kind of mentioned how we did for album sales of this one. We'll cover all six. <coughs> Excuse me at the end for what went, how high in the charts. But uh, this one went number two on the U.S. country album charts. 22 on Billboard. Uh, <coughs> four in Norway. Nice. French only 137. The French, they don't get it. Um, certifications, 1.6 million in the U.S., so that's platinum. 1 million in Europe, which is platinum. Uh, U.K. is platinum with 300,000. Like I said, when we get through all six, we'll kind of go through the what was platinum, what was gold, what which one outsold what. But this was the last one released when he was alive. The okay. next one, he had organized them, done the liner notes. They said they were tied up in a bow and everything else, and he had passed, so he didn't get the <clears throat> excuse me, see the success of the next two. I see. Which, like I said, I thought the third one was the best. This one became a bigger seller because it was the last one of him being alive. Oh, so, okay. You know, so sales with albums and movies, don't per se, because it sold a lot doesn't mean it was good. I mean, this is a good one. Yeah, it is. Stop there. But you see how much more it sold compared to the rest? Well, it's because it was his last one as he was alive. People go out, they buy it, they... Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. So the Trent Reznor, very interesting. I'm going to watch that video. Yeah. I've never seen it. I heard some interviews with him before. He said he was a little, like, gimmicky. And he says when he wrote that song, I mean, he really put his blood and guts into it. That was his life. He That song was a... He didn't just like, hey, this would be a cool song and wrote it all out. Trent Reznor lived that song. Yeah. So it was kind of his blood and guts, sweat and tears into it. But as we know, Johnny Cash was no saint his whole life either. He was no altar or, you know, nice little pew boy there. And Trent knew that. So that's why he had no cover, no problem Johnny covering songs. Knew Johnny could mean it when he said it. But boy, the Johnny. Nailed it. Um, it's, you know, you see the meme, Johnny, I hurt myself today from that song. Um, But yeah, it's. I don't want to say it's moving and powerful and sound sad and sappy on it, but you'd almost think Johnny wrote it the way he's performing that one song. In this this reporter's opinion. That's awesome. That's some good stuff. Uh, Like I said, two more to go. Both were released in uh, albums five and six were released after his death. This is the last one that he was still alive. Six grand total. Yes. Very good. So go out, listen to that. Um, doesn't matter what order, what songs. Uh, pull it yeah, up on Spotify. It's all really good. All stuff. six. It's like having the old CD, the magazine of six CDs again. The six CD changer, as they yes, say. Just put them in there and let them run. And it doesn't matter what album it's off of. They're all great. They're all, like I said, recorded within a couple year period. So good to go. That's good stuff. Now, Andy, I've got some um, notes here from our Facebook yes, yes. page. Sports and songs. This is local now for yes. for those of you that are local. The halfway there band is a Bon Jovi tribute. Yes, and and check this out. 
upcoming shows. I just listed here the, the first two. Uh, this is Saturday night, the 24th at Nizens and Savage yep. for Ace's birthday. And uh, that should be pretty good. I've never seen uh, a show perform there. I've never been to that venue to see music. That should be pretty good. I'm not going to be going myself. I'm no. busy, but that's pretty good. Now, the next one is March 16th, and I have been. Hackamore Brewery in Chanhassen. It's off of uh, basically Del Road and, and Highway 5. It's that really cool brewery, real big, a lot of space. And what I noticed when I went to visit there is there's a big room with the permanent, basically a stage Permanent, you know, for, for mm -hmm. musicians. They don't have to set up. They don't have to take anything down. It's just there. It's a great location. Big glass windows, tall ceilings. Um, never have I seen a show there, but I'm interested in seeing halfway there on March 16th at Hackamore Brewery. Hackamore Brewery, once again, fairly brand new place. Uh, brand new. It's not like going to some of these breweries that are that are uh, reconfigured in an old warehouse or an industrial part of town. This is a very... I don't know if it, you call it cosmopolitan, but very modern brewery, really cool, and would be a great. I'm guessing it's a great spot for for uh, for music. They've got the Chanhassen word there spelled spelled wrong, but that's halfway there. I might might take that in. Not gonna interrupt you on one thing there again. Look at your calendar again when you said that March 16th, St. Patrick's Day is the next day, so it's a St. Patrick's weekend. Oh my! So, so just fair warning. Not saying don't go. But you might want to be dressed for the occasion and remember your favorite rideshare person afterwards. Yes, it's uh, it's 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 very similar to the Thanksgiving Eve as far yep. as music goes. Yep. St. Patrick's Day being a, a Sunday, it's going to be a whole weekend. These establishments are going to enjoy. It falls. It. Yeah, that'll be. Now, Rock Timber, we've never gone to here. Now no, this no. is, and where is this held? Where do they hold this? Um, I can't remember offhand. Let me look. Is this is this Rock Timber? Is this Duluth? No, I don't think so. I'm not sure know. where, but you can look it up. Find it. Uh, you can look it up on RockTimber.net is the website uh, for the weekend in September. This is after Labor Day is over. It's a Friday, Saturday. Ace Fraley is the headliner Friday, and Loverboy on Saturday. And so here's the here's the the previous bands for Friday night is Hinkley. 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 Oh, yes. So this Grand is the outdoor at the amphitheater, at the outdoor stage at the yep. casino. Yep. This would be a blast. They've got a great venue. I've been to the venue. I've never seen music there, but I was looking at, when I was up there once, the, the great space that they've got there. Um, not really in town. It's kind of out there, and it's a great spot for live music outdoors. Uh, Ace Fraley, Molly Hatchet, Steve Adler. Steve Mike Adler, drummer of the original Guns N' Roses. He was the original Guns N' Roses drummer. Yeah, That's yeah. right. Steelheart, Black and Blue, and Sin. Mike Crabb, he was White Lion. Okay. At least they're from White Lion. So. White Lion, okay. And Steelheart, Black and Blue, is that the uh, same old as uh, Tommy Thayer's band? Yeah. Uh, since he's out of a gig right now, I don't know if he's playing there or not, but you never know. Black and blue. Uh, very good. Now, Saturday is Stephen Piercy from Rat, Alda Nova, Vane, Rhino Bucket, Enough's Enough, and Van Halen. That would be fun. I'm, I'm assuming that's a tribute band to Van Halen. Yeah. Now, I got not to rip on producers and bookers and everything else, but 
I'd have put Stephen Pierce as the headliner, Lover Boy as the second act, but hey. Well, I think that for the name recognition and uh, and the people buying the tickets to go, uh, yeah. the hardcore music fans, I think, would go see. Like you and I, would we'd want to see Percy over Lover Boy, but right. I think Lover Boy that's got to be the reason. I don't know. Once again, uh, we're not experts, but we're just assuming and, here. And I'm kind of saying that kiss it up too, because I want to get Stephen Piercy on the show. So I'm just kind of well. Yes, he would be. Well, it's kind of a kiss up move too. Yeah. Uh, yes, if you're out there listening to this, uh, Stephen, uh, we'd like to have you on as yeah. interview interview guest. Speaking of kissing up, Kiss, their debut album came out 50 years ago, half a century, half a century. Andy, uh, they went from clowns to becoming immortalized. Um, that that's true. That that whole statement, I think, is right on the money. Yeah. They didn't start selling records till their third or fourth or alive. Yeah, they just kept they pumped them out. They weren't too successful. They were laughed at, they were criticized. Uh, they never got really good raving reviews, even in the 70s and, and the 80s. I mean, it, they became a real more popular later on. But 50 years, and I don't care what you're doing, uh, if you're if you're working for a job or in whatever you're doing for a career or music or a performer, 50 years at anything is a long time. Their best charting song is a ballad sung by the drummer. I don't think they ever won a Grammy, yet they stuck around for 50 years. And there was a time in the 70s where they were selling everything. You could get a Kiss coffin if you want. Yes. They were just marketing geniuses, threw their name on anything and everything, and people were eating it up like, like nothing. And it's just, it's one of those, it's a long road, uh, the life cycle there for their marketing. It's just slowly took off. Then it peaked. Then it still hung around. And by the time it came back another generation or two, then the kids were, were going uh, and buying the stuff. And then their kids, the fans, uh, the Kiss Army kids were buying the Kiss album. So, yeah. I mean, the number of generations there that have been fans, it starts multiplying very quickly. quickly. So celebration, uh, congrats there to the group. 50 years, long time, especially in music. Now, this is interesting. The new Mud Honey box and Screaming Trees and Malfunction comps uh, compilations are announced for Record Store Day. Now, Andy, I know you're not a big fan of the, the, the Seattle sound here, so I'll talk a little bit about this. But, but Mud Honey was the big Seattle sound up there before everything became big. They were the rock stars. There's more of a punk feel to it, I think. Malfunction was Andrew Wood and the outgrowth of that band basically became Pearl Jam and Alice in Chains uh, after the lead singer uh, died. And then you get Screaming Trees, which is another Seattle group, Mark Lanigan, kind of a mad season compilation there. These guys were huge. Now, do I see a big market for this? No, I I don't think I'm going to buy any of these. Just to be honest, I'm not going to go to the store and pick up any of these three Three albums. Now, the folks in Seattle, the hardcore fans might maybe, um, you know, that they, they may get it, but I'm guessing that this is a money, you know, a money grab trying to scoop up some, some, uh, some things here. You know, Mud Honey's been around for a while. Screaming Trees, very good. Uh, Malfunction only had that one, basically that one album. So what's coming out on Record Store Day? I don't know. This, this is a, this has uh, marketing and gimmicky all over it. 
Uh, it probably has some good stuff. I'm not going to lie, but I, I call myself a '90s a Pacific Northwest fan, and and this doesn't, it this doesn't interest me. Um, It'd be one to maybe get like in three months when the hype is narrowed down a little bit, maybe. Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't know what's going to be the contents of these either. I'm sure there's, you know, full Facebook pages and groups dedicated to all this stuff and seeing what's coming out there. But it's probably going to be some demos and some unreleased things, some uh, mm-hmm. things that were left on the editing room floor uh, that didn't make it on the album. That's that's fine. Now, what I do have, Andy, uh, yes. and I know you will not be impressed, but I do have the Malfunction box set that came with the two CDs and a lot of unreleased stuff, a lot of previously unreleased recordings, and a DVD. Now, if you're a Malfunction fan, that's the thing to get. And I think because I have that, I'm not interested in this Olympus Awaits by Malfunction because anything and everything that they could have had is already on that. The first one. So, uh, but Mud Honey was the real band everyone looked up to uh, back then. A lot of the Seattle grunge, when they first became big, when it became popular up there, the guys were would wear Mud Honey t-shirts up on stage. You know, uh, whether it was Nirvana or Soundgarden, Allison Change, uh, Mud Honey was all of their idols back then. So they do have a big following. That's coming up on uh, what April twentieth, Record Store Day. Okay. Ace Fraley, we just spoke. Now, the reason that the big thing in Hinkley is going to be huge, I think, is because of this. His album, 10,000 Volts, I think it, does it drop this tomorrow or the next Friday? This I think week, next, yeah, this weekend. This week. So, you know, for fans wanting to see Ace Fraley, uh, you know, he's always good, always puts on a good show, but you get the new um, new release with the new material coming out. So that could be, could be good. I don't know if I'm going to get this uh, or not. I, I'm interested in it. Are you? But I might get it, but that's not the big drop this week we're waiting for, though, either. Gotcha. It's Sunflower Fox and... Well, Jim that, Light. yes, the Sunflower Fox is... Uh, is and Jim Light, that's this weekend, too, so... That's the Gypsy... Uh, the Gypsy, Gypsy, the duet. The big yeah. duet. That should be good. That And that's just a single, not an album, but the single yep. drop. First time they're doing a, a duet with Mr. Mike Schmidt. Now, this one is here, The Art of Anarchy. Let There Be Anarchy, uh, the new album. I don't follow these guys. Do you follow these guys a lot? No, but just, I don't know. It, it looks like, a okay, your average rock album cover, but just something about that intrigues me. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Something makes me want to listen to that just from that cover. It so looks, kudos, album, got my attention. The album's well done. It's a great cover. Um yeah, some makes me want to listen to this one. Yeah, I am, and I'm sure it's 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 good stuff. Uh, but that, I think that's the one that also drops here uh, uh, this week. Mm-hmm. Now, there it is. The '70s Magic Sunshine Band. Now, this is tomorrow night for anyone going to the Bowl and Shakopee. Ten dollar cover. This is all '70s. Yep. Music, good throwback stuff. Uh, I have never seen these guys. Uh, I think we would both like. This show, yeah, I've heard and, good things about him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna be going to this one, but this I, I do. I would like to see these guys once again. It's it's very a lot of crossovers in some of these tribute bands, uh, or, or these uh music here in the Twin Cities, uh, that we'll know from other bands. This is what we are gonna be seeing, yeah. Now, this mm-hmm. one. $5 at the door. Now, this is going to be, this could be, you know, one of those uh, 300 attendance type of a deal here. March 1st at the Bowl, Sugar Buzz. Now, we've interviewed some of these folks as well, including uh, Beth, the lead singer there. 
the uh, but this is a popular. If you look at some of the songs they sing, it's it's everyone's going to know the songs. Yeah, you can go to their website and see their set lists of songs. So yeah, very and it's all the the popular stuff. This is not going to be metal. This is not going to be heavy metal. Uh, this is going to be your your commercial. Uh, good, good stuff that everyone knows. Everyone can sing along with. It's going to be a good time. That's a, and that's a Friday, Friday night, I think. Yes. That's we will have, I guarantee we'll have good pictures because we've put on their page how we will be there and we've been told to flag Beth down when we're there. So I'm sure we'll get some pictures and some merch and some autographs while we're there. Yes. We'll have to talk to the band. Uh, a good, a good group once again. Um, I know Beth the band Mary. wants our autographs. So we'll have to very sign. good. Vocalist does. She also does the Queen's Reich. Yes, Queen of the Reich. Yes. Now the one we want to see, Andy, is this April nineteenth. I can't hear. I can't talk enough about this. Uh, this Tool tribute band called Ten Thousand Days. Ten dollar at the door. Once again, Shakopee Bowl, April nineteenth. Um, I haven't looked in the calendar to see if I want to go. I do know that I want to see these guys. And so I'm going to make it a priority if it works that weekend or not uh, to see. But we'll have it Friday night. We'll, yeah, we'll have more on this as the weeks come up. But I think that would be a blast. Big so you weekend. Might us, you might see us there at the Shockby Bowl, and that's all I've got for music. Now you said earlier, Andy Sunshine, uh, Sunflower, Fox, Fox, and Chicken Leg. Their uh, song debuts this weekend. We've been pushing it on. Our social media, they have too, so let's keep an eye for it. You'll see it. Follow them. Should, I, I have not heard it yet. We have not had a sneak peek at it yet. Yeah, it so. hasn't even dropped. <laughs> we don't. They didn't give us an advance cut, you know, so because they're afraid we would leak it or something. But uh, we want to earn our we want to earn our stuff too. We, we're not looking for a free handout here. I'm looking forward to that. So it's going to drop tomorrow on Friday, the 23rd. And once again, it's a you know it's a duet. It's Katie, the lead singer, Katie Hart, Mike Schmidt. Mike Schmidt. Mike Schmidt, very good guitarist, lead guitarist guy. Uh, they're going to do a duet first time. They put together some very good stuff. Their music is all basically 70s. Yes. It's very put so, yourself yes. in a time machine and kind of think Hart, uh, Fleetwood Mac kind of stuff is, yep. is good, easy listening music because there's really not a market for that. There's no one who's really gone back into those days and done the, the folky stuff, the rock, the soft rock. But these guys do it well, and they have very good music videos. So the video, I'm sure, will be out as well tomorrow. And, you know, like I said earlier, we did not get a pre-drop of the song. No one sends us that stuff. Although we will take free hats and shirts. Just yes. saying. We're not proud that way. We'll we'll take we'll take the merch, take a can koozie, a keychain, whatever you got. We, you know. Little swag. But we've interviewed the, the, the group uh, – and they have a. I love the photography they have for their uh, their layout, their photos of yes. the band. They've traveled around the country. They've got some real good photography shots. Uh, some of their like videos are really good too. Uh, it's a. I mean, it's a real deal. And their music is original, authentic, yes. not cover, not tribute. So they're new. They're in, and they're from what I've heard the last couple of months is that uh, they might be onto something big. You know, as far as who they're talking to, who they're working with, and who they're working with as far as managers and things like that. Does this, this could be a band that takes off, try to get to listen to their song. Gypsy, uh, Gypsy Road. No, Gypsy Rose. Yes. Well, also like if you follow their social media every other day, they're doing more interviews with other people. They're doing radio shots. And a lot of these radio stations at night have homegrown talent or new talent. 
They're on all these different radio stations. And you know what? It all started here about six months ago. They're local. It's a Twin Cities-based band, and they have yeah, they been around. Blew up. They have I, been around the country, um, but they this they this here. could be something that could take off. They do a really good job on their music videos too. So, um, top-notch stuff. Very good. So we recommend highly recommend that. But that's our updates here for the week. That's the Johnny Cash album number four of the six of the Cash Six. Uh, I've got nothing more. Do you, Andy? No, I'm just like, I'm looking at their stuff here. There's different radio stations all the time that we have popped up on. So they <coughs> do. Do, like, give them a listen. They very are good all over. social media footprint they have. Uh, they're all over and, and very. Gypsy Queen. Gypsy Queen. <coughs> and so uh, uh, as of seven hours that. tomorrow. So, so you really, can check it out tomorrow. On next week's episode, next Thursday, Andy, we may do a little review on, on those guys as well as far as that song, that music video. And I'll try to get my homework done for Mr. Nine Inch Nails, Trent Reznor, Johnny Cash. Kurt. Kurt. Check the two out. Compare. That's our homework. Compare your notes. And that's all we've got. All right. Have a good weekend, everybody. Bye. See ya. Live.